Curry with the shot, Ben cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301, live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 171 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, Emmy Got Mike Curry, and I'm back here another episode, man. If you miss, I can't even say last week's episode. Well, technically it was last week, but if you miss episode number 170, please go check it out. Please go do me a solid. I talked Russell Westbrook trade before the episode. Uh, me and Bink had a mock, well, we had his mock draft. We also talked about Aaron Rodgers. We also talked about history being made uh, in the NBA with the coaching vacancies. We had seven out of the eight coaches who were hired. Seven of them were minorities, uh, which is a really huge deal. And, and shout out to the NBA. You love to see it. And we also talked, you know, a couple other things as well. But, you know, we're recording here. Uh, Sunday, August the 1st. Um, this officially, like, football season literally around the corner. This is the last Sunday without football until February. So it's going to be, you know, really, really exciting. And we're actually going to talk some NFL stuff, man. We're going to be talking about uh, the top, our top 20 quarterbacks. And, you know, I'm going to have Bink on the show um, for the next couple of weeks. And pretty much, I'm going to have Bink on the show pretty much until the season starts. So, uh, get used to him. He's going to be sticking around, and, you know, we should have a lot of fun. Um, so, without further ado, I want to introduce him again. Uh, this is the 15-year-old Phenom, soon to be, uh, not, I don't know, I'm not going to call him 16-year-old Phenom. I just don't have the same ring, but we're going to figure it out, man. So, I want to welcome back my guy, Bink. Bink, what's good, bro? Nothing much. Um, I've been good. Um, the draft just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been liking a lot of stuff I've been seeing from Cowboys Camp, especially CD. Here you go, dog. <laughs> but, but you know, before well, let's let's go talk about the draft. But before the draft, man, we heard like a bunch of rumors happen. We heard like uh, the Lakers could be in on Buddy Hill. Then about an hour before the draft, maybe an hour and a half started, we heard the Lakers were in on Russell Westbrook. That move happened right before the draft. I ended up adding to episode number one seventy and just giving like a reaction, but I didn't really break it down and go into it. So I want to do that now, but I first want to get your reaction since the people have already heard my reaction. Uh, what was your reaction and how you feel about it? My immediate reaction was, wow, Russell Westbrook is going to be with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and that's just crazy amount of talent. Um, looking deeper into it, I mean, obviously, we know what people are going to say. They're going to need shooters. They only have four players on the roster, and that's Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Marcus Saul. You got Alfonso McKinney, too. If you want. Um, and Alfonso McKinney. So five players on the roster. And they're going to need to get some shooters in the offseason. It really doesn't matter what position you come from. You're going to have to be able to shoot if you want to be on the Lakers. So I don't know how a DeMar DeRozan fit will work. But at the end of the day, this is going to be a really, really good team next year. They're crazy talented. And I wouldn't be shocked if they're in the finals. For sure, man. Uh, Me, I gave my reaction, but I'm going to just go over it again really briefly. But I was excited, man. Obviously, I felt the Lakers needed to make some other moves. I felt like if they would have remained healthy, they had the talent to go to the finals, but the team I had them facing in the finals would have been the Brooklyn Nets. And I just don't think they would have been able to match that firepower. Now you have Russell Westbrook, you are now able to match that firepower. You know, Russell Westbrook, Kyrie, LeBron, KD, Harden, AD, you know what I'm saying? It, it matches up, matches up. But I'm excited for the naysayers and people saying it's not going to work. You don't know that. So I don't know why people are even saying you don't know that Skip Bayless even went on record and said the Lakers got worse. I don't know how um, I watched the Lakers. Skip Bayless talk, talk you just hear himself speak. Yeah, exactly, bro. He just be trolling. You know, I don't know how they got worse. I watched Dennis Schroeder and Contavious Caldwell Pope um, not be able to make a field goal in a playoff game. And y'all can bring back Schroeder if y'all want him. No. We don't. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're probably going to explore maybe a sign and trade option or maybe get like a trade exception or something, something along those lines. Yeah. But I, I literally watched those guys not produce. Like, I literally watched it. You know how bad you have to be to not be able to, to score a bucket? To not score one time? Like, that's pretty bad. I've seen Montrez Harrell not be able to stay on the floor. He's a six seven center. He can't defend. Um, I like KCP. I was a fan of him. Um, but LeBron got him paid, bro. Clutch Sports got him paid. I remember when KCP first came to town, the first deal he signed was for one year, 20 million. Then he came back and signed another one year. And then he was able to get that multi-year extension. Mm-hmm. I'm a, that, that'll be the person I miss the most. 
Um, Kyle Kuzma, we saw flashes of his potential. We saw, you know, when he, I guess you could say when he had a defined role, we saw what he can do. Um, he averaged, you know, 18 points per game his second year in the league. When he had a defined role, we saw what he can do. Um, I'm pretty sure the Wizards will have a defined role for him. But, I mean, I still felt like the Lakers had a role for him, which was to come in and score off the bench. But, you know, things change. Unfortunately, things happen. And, I mean, we can say he didn't have a defined role, but he was able to, you know, be on our championship team. So, you know, for all the bad that happened, you know, that's a solid package for the Wizards to get back. Um, I do want to play devil's advocate a little bit. Like, you know, what if it doesn't work? You know, there's definitely a possibility that this can't work. It's it's Westbrook accepting at $47 million no matter what next year, though. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility it doesn't work. You know, when I look at it, Russell Westbrook is on his fourth team in four years now. You know, Thunder, um, brief stand in Houston, Washington last season, which I thought was one of his better years in the league. Um, now he's going to be with the Lakers. You know, there's definitely potential and there's some pessimism for this not to work. But I think it's going to work. You know, he goes to, he goes to, it's to the side. Anthony Davis says he's going to play some some center, more center this year, um, which is what he should he's gonna be playing. He's going um, to need to do that. So, but yeah, man, if they fill out the roster nicely, which I think they will, um, you know, they're in on a bunch of guys I heard, you know, LA Times report, Iguodala. Um, Ariza, Wayne Ellington, Wayne Ellington. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I think they'll fill out the roster quite nicely. They do have bird rights on Alex Caruso and uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. So I could see them uh, going over the cap and bringing both of them back. So I could I could definitely see that. But we'll see. It all depends on how they fill out the roster. So I'm excited to see it. But let's move on. Uh, we had the draft the other night. And I talked about this the other day. But, you know, there was the birth of, you know, a new generation in the NBA. A lot of young men got to see their dreams come true. And shout out to all those young men who got drafted. Also, shout out to the people who didn't get under, uh, didn't get drafted. You know, there's a lot of talent. There was a lot of talent in this draft period. Yep. Um, even the players that didn't get drafted, like Mac McClung. I hate to say he signed the Lakers, but he did. You know, undrafted player um, was very talented. You know, when he was at Georgetown as well as um, Texas Tech. So let's talk about the draft, man. Uh, no surprise that number one, K. Cunningham went first yeah um, second we saw Jalen green go to the rockets um third, there was no real big surprise on that either um pick number four was the surprise um i wasn't that surprised though i really wasn't i was not surprised um that they went and got scotty bonds um some people have been saying that this could be the end of siakam but scotty bonds is very versatile he can play pretty much one through four if you ask me so i like him the more and more I thought, think about this pick is the more and more I actually kind of understand it. Because it's not like Scotty Barnes or Pascal Siakam, for that matter, can't shoot or just won't be willing to shoot. They just need to develop into more of a three-point shooter for them to fit next to each other. Yeah, um, but uh, Scotty Barnes, I'm not, he was one of my favorite players in this draft. We all know who my favorite player was, but he was, one of, he was actually one of my, I mean, probably my top three to four favorite players in the draft, to be honest. I'm um, at number five. We had Jalen Suggs, which was a huge surprise. Um, you know, it's crazy because his stock was way up during the NCAA tournament. Like people were saying, he mm-hmm. was one or two. People were saying, you know, on Sports Talk Radio, the Wizards should tank for him. The stuff like that was being said. Um, and he goes to five. I just don't really understand. I mean, I get it. At five, he's the best player available. But it's yeah, like the magic have a surplus of guards. Uh, Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony, who they took last year, traded for RJ Hampton. Um, it's they're just guard heavy. I, mean, I wouldn't worry about it if I'm the Magic. They're not they're not going to be in a chance to compete anytime soon. So at right. any point, they could get rid of one of these guys. And unfortunately for PG County, I think Markel Fultz is the odd man out just because he just gets hurt so often. And you kind of know what you're getting from Cole Anthony at this point and then going into the second year. RJ Hampton can kind of be a six man off the bench and then you can have Suggs fit next to Cole Anthony in the starting lineup as like a defensive type of role. Mm. Who can also facilitate. I can see that too. I don't have the exact order. Uh, what's in front of me? What, what, who went six? What was six? Um, six was OKC taking Josh Giddy and Okay. I can kind of speak more on that. Um, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, I believe he had the most points in isolation last year. 
mm-hmm. or like mo- he was most efficient or something like that. So they're getting Josh Giddy to provide more of a playmaking role, so she could play more off ball, so he didn't have to have the ball in his hands the whole time. Because at first, Kaminga was seventh, right? Yeah, I don't know how I like that because I talked about it on the last episode. You can't play the future and the present because you're not going to end up with a ring in either one of them. For and sure. I feel like that's what the Warriors are trying to do. For sure. Um, we don't have to get too deep into it, but let's talk. Let's talk, you know, winners and losers. Maybe we got one winner and one loser. You know, we could do that real quick. Then we could talk about some of our favorite picks in the draft. So uh, give me a winner. Um, a winner from the draft is the Atlanta Hawks. They got a super talented guy in Jalen Johnson at 20, who I said could be in the lottery. Um, <laughs> I, I have another winner in my head I that I want to talk about, too. But, um, y'all hear what else he about to say, though? Neil, I'll, I'll let you take over for the Hawks because I know they were one of your winners. So I'm going to take my other winner, and that was the Charlotte Hornets. Um, they got Kai Jones. They got Kai Jones. Who did they select first? They got Book Knight, so, which probably means Devontae Graham is gone. They got Kai Jones, who is a who's a lob there for LaMelo, who I said they should have took, but Book Knight fell to them. And um, they got some. They got somebody else in the second round that I really liked. I just got to look at it real quick. Uh, I guess you could say the Hawks were my winner. I didn't. I didn't really have one to be honest with you. Um, it was like a couple of picks, like you know, like select picks that I liked, but I didn't necessarily like. Oh my God, they had an amazing draft. I did like the Rockets draft though. Um, they got Jalen mm-hmm. Green, um, Shangle, and um, what's the other guy? His friend Jalen Green. Garub- oh, they got Josh Christopher. They got Uzi Josh Garuba. Yeah, I, like, I actually did like their draft. I really liked it. Um, but I like the Hawks draft, man. You said Jalen Johnson uh, out of Duke. I liked him a lot um, at Duke, even though he kind of like just stopped playing. Oh, the Hornets took Scotty Lewis. That's who I was Okay, yeah. But I like the Hawks draft, Jalen Johnson. And then in the second round, towards the end of the second round, Sharif Cooper fell into their lap. Sharif Cooper, 46. Yeah, man. Like, Sharif Cooper fell into their lap. To, to me and many experts and um, scouts, they had Sharif Cooper as a top 25 talent. Um, I did have him. I kind of I kind of saw I, I hate that I had him late first, early second, but I did not have him slip into where he slipped. And that was pretty much the middle of the second round. Um, but I like him. You already know. Um, just go watch the highlights. I don't really need to talk about it anymore. Um, uh, Shout out to the Clippers and Nets, too. I did like Jason Preston to the Clippers. And they, they got value in Keon Johnson. They did get value with Keon Johnson. Um, I did like um, Cam Thomas on the Nets. I, I thought he was, I thought that was an amazing pick for a, a team like that. Like, that's just more buckets. <laughs> you can never have too many bucket getters and then mm-hmm. another one. Uh, so who's your loser? Sacramento. 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 Really? Why do you say that? I I was warning I you know I had a warning about Davion Mitchell last last episode and they're kind of picking like and I know I said the Kings need skill around De'Aaron Fox and they do get skill with Davion Mitchell but it's just kind of like you already have Tyrese Halliburton you already have De'Aaron Fox you know there's to take a guard last year and well they have Buddy Hill but he's probably about to get traded he was almost shipped to L A on draft night but it's just like Davion Mitchell he's a six foot guard Fact. I don't even know oh, you know who else they got too who they got Kyle Guy <laughs> <laughs> okay alright <laughs> alright but yeah it's just like I don't know when is he gonna get playing time and he's also an older guy I would have much rather like if they wanted to take a guard, I would have rather than took Book Knight. That's I would have rather than yeah. Like it was just they could have did so they much. They could have did a lot of different things. They, they could have took Moses Moody. And I was gonna say they could have took Moses Moody. At least he fits. If they're gonna get rid of Buddy Hill, at least Moses. And Moody. it's not like they have a big. They could have took Kai Jones. They they had so many options, and they just tried to go BPA like they did last year, and he just doesn't fit anything. Because you can't even say you can't even really say you're playing for the future because. He's already older than Caliburn. For sure. Oh, my loser. And I don't even know why this team was my loser. I was just like, yo, I was just expecting them to do something and they would just do something else. But my loser got to be the Spurs. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they were doing. 
<laughs> I, I mean, Joe Primo a bucket, though. He a bucket? He is, but I just don't know what they were doing. They they could have took some bigs. They um, just drafted Vassell. They just drafted DeJounte. They just drafted Lonnie Walker. Keldon Johnson as well. They just drafted Keldon not. I just didn't understand the logic in some of their picks. Granted, Patty Mills might leave, um, who's been there for a long time, but I... I just didn't get it, bro. And Rudy Gay's also gonna leave, you know, so I guess you can keep at and DeMar DeRozan's gonna leave. But I I felt like they could have took a big and it's like dishonorable mention to the Grizzlies as well. Well, as a winner or a loser? Loser. Dishonorable mention. Uh, I didn't like the Zaire Williams pick at all. I don't know how I feel about it. Especially uh, if they're losing Valentinus because of it. Now I, I don't know how I feel about that pick. I really don't. I I saw something, and the Kings declined this, and I don't know why. The um the original offer was Valanciunas to the Kings for Valanciunas in the seventeenth pick to the Kings for Bagley in the ninth pick, but the Kings declined. I would have took that if I was the Kings. I guess they didn't go all the way from nine to seventeen, but I can dig it. That's a great trade for the Kings, in my opinion. Yeah, I can dig it. Um. I did want to say, oh, let's go talk about some of your favorite picks, just like individual picks. Like, maybe you can give me like three of them. Quinn Grimes to the Knicks. I love that pick. I absolutely love that pick. Quinn Grimes is a bucket, bro. He was a bucket. Mm-hmm. He, you know, when he originally came out of high school, he was supposed to go to Kansas. Kind of didn't work out, went to Houston. The Houston, you know, in general, that team carved out a role for him. And they were just a really, really good team. Houston won me some money this past year. Let me just say that. I mean, they well, gonna be some money, but Quinn Grimes, absolute bucket. Um, gonna be way better than what Kevin Knox supposed to give them. I guess I honestly could have put. Well, you know what? I'm not going to say that. Um, BJ Boston to the. I believe he was traded to the Clippers, but he was picked 51st. He was picked. I'm reading it right now. He was picked 51st by the Grizzlies and traded to the Clippers. Yeah, so he's on the Clippers now. I like that pick for the Clippers and did some good stuff, man. You know, if you know, they say Kawhi's gonna resign, but um he's gonna be out obviously for a while. Um so I did like, you know, what they were able to do in this draft. And Trey Murphy to the Pelicans, just because that's that's who I had them well, that was one of the players I had them considering in my mock draft. He's a three and D guy. He's like Sadiq Bay, he's just perfect fake next to Zion, Brandon Ingram, um, Lonzo if they wanna bring him back. Actually, I forgot, bro. I had another loser. You want to you, you know who my other loser was? Who was it? Every team that passed on Sharif Cooper. You're freaking losers. Every oh, one of you teams. Too. You guys all passed. You, I don't understand. I I don't. Especially if you need a backup point guard. I have one more loser, too. So, um, yeah, that's my loser. Every team that passed on Sharif Cooper. Your team, the Boston Celtics, they, they, uh, they were one of the teams that couldn't, didn't have a chance to get them. So... They didn't pass on him, so every pretty much every team, um, the Lakers, yeah, even the Lakers are losers because they didn't have a pick. Um, Wait, no, we did pass on Sharif Cooper. He got picked three picks after us. Oh yeah, get off my show then. What was I about to say? Y'all, y'all don't have an actual point guard on the roster, so you guys are freaking losers. Hey, we we drafted the dude from France. He's athletic. Nope, losers, losers. All right, every um, team that passed on Sharif Cooper, you're a loser. There's some biasness to this, but it's also some facts. You guys will see the Atlanta Hawks got a steal at 46. But my other loser is the Dallas Mavericks just because they didn't have a pick. So, I mean, they didn't they didn't have a pick, but there were so many teams trying to trade out. And there's just like so many guys that could have fit really good next to Luka dropping out of the first round. I mean, even a guy like A.U. DeSumo could have fit good. You're, you're not telling me you couldn't have traded for a second round pick to select at least one guy who could fit good next to Luka. And their team is young as it is. So it's not like, oh, he doesn't fit our time. Yeah. Uh, you got any more other favorite picks? Any other picks? No, nah, I'll say all three of them. Um, what, were your com- what do you think about Jared Butler slipping all the way to the Jazz? F-4. He shouldn't have slipped all the way to the Jazz? Yeah, <laughs> he's a really good player. That shouldn't have happened, but um, that's it for the draft, man. I think we kind of got everything, man. We can move on. We're actually moving rather quickly. I did want to say about the um, jazz, uh, the draft. I did like how they dedicated it to, uh, you know, had a moment for Terrence mm. Park. I did like that. Yeah. Um, that was, you know, 
was it was real good, man. Great, great, great job, NBA. I did enjoy that. But um, yeah, man. Let's move on, man. Let's hop into uh, a segment that we're gonna be doing for the next couple of weeks or so. I would say we're probably gonna knock out a position group, maybe two position groups a week. So. I guess you could say the next three, three to four weeks we're gonna do this. So let's get it going, man, because we're probably gonna do two episodes a week, maybe one some weeks. But let's get it going, man. Uh, we're gonna be talking about our top twenty quarterbacks. We're gonna start with this one, uh, uh, just to provide some context and some background information on how this even got started. Um, Bink thinks that Mike Evans is not a top fifteen wide receiver. I think that is absolutely ridiculous and absurd and ludicrous. Every synonym that goes with what I just said, I think it's crazy. I think it's freaking bizarre. Um, but, you know, he has his reasons. He has his rankings. So I wanted to, you know, let him put this out and put this into the atmosphere and let you guys hear, you know, his certain reasons and why. You know, I probably won't. You know, it's going to be, you know, certain consensus and stuff. But, you know, for stuff like that, it might be head scratching or something. But he has his reasons. He has, you know, why he, certain traits on why certain guys are here or certain guys is there. So we're just going to talk about it. But that pretty much sparked this topic. Um, I told B. Jones about it. B. Jones said he loved it. So let's get right into it. Uh, let's start with your... Um, let's do... How about we do them in groups of five? All right. You give me your top five. I'll give you my top. Instead of you just... Wait, you want to... I think we should start from 20 and then go to one. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. We can just All go right, back so and forth then. Let's go. All right, so honorable mentions for the quarterbacks. I wanted to put Justin Fields in here, but he, he's a rookie. There is a rookie I have in my top 20 quarterbacks. I think we all should know who that is. But I wanted to put him in here, but I just couldn't fit him in here, so I want to throw him in as an honorable mention. And another honorable mention goes to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. So, um, well, you got any honorable uh, mentions? Yeah, honorable mentions. I also had Justin Fields as well. Um, I don't even – we don't know when, when he's going to play. Um, that's one thing. And Week four against Detroit, hopefully. Probably so. And then I also had Ryan Fitzpatrick as well. I'm trying to think of another possible. Oh, and uh, no, 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 I'm not going to put. Uh, I don't know. I guess you, say it's honorable mention. I guess you could say Tua. All right. Because if I was doing a list, he'll probably be like 23. So yeah, mm -hmm. let's go. Yeah, I'll go Tua. I'll go Tua. All right, but let's go, man. Top 20. Uh, starting right now, we're gonna start with you. We can just go back and forth on these. My number 20 quarterback. We're going to do them in groups of five, but we could just, I don't know. My number 20 quarterback is Jared Goff. I mean, Jared Goff, he's he's average, but he's consistently average. And I think in Detroit, where he has that really, really good offensive line, maybe not as good as weapons, but he has TJ Hawkinson, he has DeAndre Swift. He can be decent next year. I think he'll be better than most people expect because most people expect him to be horrible. But if you have a really good offensive line, you're not going to be horrible. For sure. Um, my. 20th quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. We haven't seen him play uh, the National Football League, but, you know, this is just right now. Obviously, he hasn't played yet. Like, uh, this could literally change um, midway through the season. But just right now, today, I'm going to say he's number 20. He's quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We saw how sensational he was at Clemson, you know, uh, generational type of quarterback, uh, drawing comparisons, you know, to the likes of the most talented quarterbacks that come out since, you know, uh, Luck. Um, Peyton Manning, John Elway. Um, top top 20 is where I have him, so number 20 is where I got him. All right, so number 19, I have Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. Um, he was getting the ball out the fastest in the league last year. He doesn't, he can't really, I mean, he's not really that accurate anymore. It's just, he's still Big Ben, so he's going to stay in there, take mm -hmm. a beating. He's going to deliver some passes on the money. Some of them might be wildly inaccurate, and you don't know who he's throwing to, but he can still he's still solid i got big ben in my top uh my top uh, a little bit higher uh 19 i have carson wentz um he did just get banged up but i'm hoping that you know he'll be fine but um you know he, let's not forget this guy was almost an mvp at one point um the eagles was just kind of a sticky stale situation you know I and they, put they carson also, wentz in my top 20 <laughs> they also had a rash of injuries and stuff. Obviously, um, Doug Peterson got fired. Um, they just had a they just the Eagles situation was just kind of chaotic. But uh, I got Carson Wentz in my top twenty. He's nineteen for me. All right, at eighteen, I have Trevor Lawrence. He can easily be higher. I could honestly see him as high as 
maybe 12, 11 by the end of the season. But I'm just going to start him off here at 18. You know, he's a rookie. He's a generational guy. You said some stuff about him. So. For sure. Um, at 18, I have Joe Burrow. Um, as everybody knows, I wasn't high on Joe Burrow at all when he came out of college. But he actually looked pretty good, you know, before he went down with injury. He was actually, you know, making some nice throws. Um, he's going to get Jamar Chase. That should help him. Um, they, they they didn't draft an offensive lineman in the first round, but I, I still think he'll be just fine. Um, they still, you know, got some offensive linemen. They got him some help. So I like Joe Burrow, man. He actually was pretty solid. Like, he looked like a pro quarterback uh, before he went down. So I like Joe Burrow. I got him at 18. So we're at 17, right? Yeah. At 17, I have Matt Ryan. You know, I'm not oh the biggest fan. Oh, my God. Oh, here you know, oh my you know I'm not the biggest fan of Matt Ryan. Oh. You already know that. He's not, he's not mobile. Good He's accurate. He's accurate. And I'll give him that. He's very, very accurate. But um, oh. can I spoil my number 16 real quick? No, you cannot. All right. My seventeenth is Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, we've seen the best of Jimmy Garoppolo. We've seen the worst of him. I think he's good enough to be right here. So I got Jimmy Garoppolo here, man. Uh, he got a little bit something to prove. You know, last last year, you know, he got hurt. Um, that's pretty much been the theme of him. You know, getting hurt. But we've seen the best of him. Obviously, you can say he has Kyle Shanahan, but. He, he he's still he's still talented, you know. So Jimmy Garoppolo, um, I got him at seventeen. All right, at sixteen, I have Joe Burrow, and I know you're gonna be like he he was just a rookie last year. How you have him over Matt Ryan? I mean, yeah, I value. I mean, I think they're pretty much the same guys. That Joe Burrow is just a little bit more. You're disrespectful. <laughs> I think they're the same guy. I just think Joe Burrow is a little bit more mobile. I'm. I'm disgusted, bro. But they're in the same tier, so if you want to put one over, him, you know, I'm, I'm disgusted. Don't I don't have Matt Ryan that long. Um, what is it, sixteen? Yeah, sixteen. But I have your twentieth best quarterback. I have Jared Goff. Um, those like him, where I have him, and where I had Jimmy G, that it's all interchangeable. Mm -hmm. like sixteen through twenty for me is interchangeable, so it, it doesn't really matter. I I struggle ranking them, so I didn't really rank them. I just. When they came to mind, I put him there. But Jared Goff, man, we've seen what he can do. Obviously, when he had his great success, he was with Sean McVay. And that Rams offense was humming because it was kind of different, man. It caught people off guard. The play action, you know, I still think he's good. Still has great mechanics. Um, like you said, there's still some decent weapons on the Lions. Hawkinson, Swift, you know, and they draft hey. Amon Ross St. Brown. You shout out Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, yeah, so they got, I mean... I'm not I'm not writing him completely off, so I got him here at 16. All right. Um at 15, I'm starting in the tier of like most of these guys are interchangeable. At 15, I have Baker Mayfield. I think people there's people who are saying he's top 10. That's absolutely blasphemy. I mean, his stats were inflated at the end of the season because he was playing the Jaguars defense, the Eagles defense. I at least have Baker Mayfield in my top 10. I, I can't put him that high. Just because he just he he's just a little bit too inconsistent for me. For sure. But he has everything you want in a starter. So, all right, at fifteen, I have somebody you also had a little bit lower. I got Ben, ben Roethlisberger. Um, we've seen Big Ben at the height of his career being, you know, a top, you know, eight quarterback. Um, I don't think. I mean, I think he's falling off, but I don't think he's completely falling off. You know, he's still Big Ben. Um, like I said, he didn't. He did fall off, but I still have him as a top fifteen quarterback. Um. At 14, uh, the former Washington quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Um, I'm a little higher. Like I said, you could interchange these guys. Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins, if you tell me once 15 and once 12, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God. But, like, Kirk Cousins, he's he's above average. I'll give him that. He can he, he throws a good football. He throws a really good football. He's accurate, too. So Okay, what is this, 14? At 14, yeah. I have Cam Newton. Uh, I mean, let's not forget Cam Newton before the COVID was looking like, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, Bill Belichick's a genius. You know, it was looking like that. Um, I think, you know, year two in New England should be a lot better. Obviously, they got a surplus of weapons this offseason, including two tight ends. So I like the potential of Cam Newton this year, and he can even 
close as a top 10 quarterback by the end of the season. I got Cam at 14. I'm going to need Cam to give me one season just, just just for the fact that he's just went down every year. And I know that's because of COVID and injuries, but I, I just need to give him one more season before I can put him back in my top 20. I respect him. Who was you at 14? Uh, 14, I had Kirk Cousins. At 13, this is the guy I was raving about earlier in the offseason. And you're going you're gonna to be like, why did he fall so far? And that's Matt Stafford. Um, <laughs> What's wrong with Matt Stafford at 13? Matt Stafford, I, I I hated the idea that he was top ten, but nah, bro's top ten. I used to hate, I used to scoff at the idea, but he's top ten. It's kind of like we switched around because I used to say he was always top ten, and you used to be like, no, he's not, and now I'm saying he's not top ten, and now you're saying yes, he is. But like I said, he's interchangeable with, he's probably interchangeable all the way up to the guy I have at ten. So if you put him at ten, I'm not gonna be overly zealous about it. But he, Matt Stafford, he has one of the strongest arms in the league. Um, the only thing that's stopping me, and there's one thing I do like when it comes to quarterbacks, is if you're mobile. For sure. Um, at 13, I have Derek Carr. Um, we've seen the best of Derek Carr. We've seen the worst of Derek Carr, but he's always been pretty solid. So he's definitely solid enough to be a top 15 quarterback. Um, he was really good last year up until the Raiders started losing games. But <laughs> they never lost Atlanta last year. Yeah, man. I don't want to talk about it. But <laughs> Um, Derek Carr, when I got him at 13, you know, he's easily in the 10 to 15 range. So I wouldn't be mad if somebody had him top 10, but I got Derek Carr at number 13. I have Derek Carr at 12. So we're kind of yeah. spot on right there. And one thing I do like about Derek Carr is that he does it with minimal weapons. He just has Darren Waller and then he'll just get a speed guy like Nelson Aguilar. This year he has John Brown. So I'm expecting John Brown to have like a really good season. Um, Henry Ruggs was, he was all right last year. I don't know if he's going to get much better, but Derek Carr, he's he's really good, but he's normally done that with a really good offensive line, and they traded almost every single one of their offensive linemen, so I don't know how that's going to work out. But, yeah, like you say, he's good enough to be a top 15 quarterback. I have him at 12. Okay. I'm at 12. I have Kirk Cousins. Um, like, like we've been saying pretty much the whole theme of this, like 10 through 15 is interchangeable guys. Um, but... Kirk Cousins has been, he's been, bro, he's been solid ever since he took, he's been a pretty good, I would say he's been good since he took over as starting quarterback um, during his time in Washington. We all know of, you know, his flaws. He doesn't show up in the big games, but um, he's consistently putting up numbers. You know, like you say, he throws a good ball. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm not trying to say he, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not going to say he made Justin Jefferson, but like, but let's put Justin Jefferson in a different situation. I don't know if he comes out on top with the same exact numbers. Like, yeah, he, he, he'll, still be, really, he'll still be really good. Yeah, he'll still he'll be still really be good. Really good because he'll be open. But he had like fourteen hundred yards. He had fourteen hundred exactly. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not eighty three catches. I'm, I'm in no way, shape, or form saying that he made him. But like, Kirk Cousins is good, man. He's been putting up numbers for a while, so um, he's good enough to be right where I have him at number twelve. All right, at number 11, I have the Offensive Rookie of the Year, Justin Herbert. Um, Herbert. Same 11. Oh, okay. Herbert, he's mobile. He has a he has a huge cannon. Um, the only problem is the mental mistakes. And we're going to talk about that Chiefs interception. <laughs> <laughs> um, I misread Justin Herbert coming out of the college. I thought he was going to be worse than Jordan did. Love. And Jordan Love hasn't even taken a step in the NFL yet. Not to say Jordan Love can't be better than Justin Herbert one day, but I think I misread Justin Herbert a little bit. Um, he was very good with the cards he was dealt. He wasn't really given a good offensive line. They really changed at this offseason. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen was Keenan Allen was really good last year, but Mike Mike Williams missed some time, so basically he was throwing to Keenan Allen and Jalen Guyton and whoever their tight end was. I mean, whoever the tight end was, Hunter Henry, Jesus. But, yeah, I think Justin Herbert is really, really good. And if you tell me he's top 10, I won't tell you he's wrong. For sure. I got Justin Herbert at number 11 as well, as I just mentioned, pretty much for the same exact reasons you have him. Um, And the other reason is I just want to see more. So uh, a lot of people have him, you know, top 10 and stuff like that. I got to see more. So uh, Justin Herbert, number 11. All right. To kick off the top 10. At number 10, I have Ryan Tannehill. You have the same number 10 as well. Oh, wow. So this part of the list is spot on. So Ryan Tannehill, to me... Um, no, it's not. Cause I, got, I got Stafford and Matt Ryan in my top 10. So we're not that close. 
And I got right. in my top three. We're not that close. Wait. I think you might be missing a guy, but I'll see when you list this guy. All right. All right. So at 10, I have Ryan Tannehill. Um, he's everything you want in a quarterback. He's mobile. He can throw a re- he actually throws a really good deep ball. Um, he's not made by Derrick Henry at all. He has he has great weapons and he has a really good situation, but he's not made by Derrick Henry at all. Um, we'll see what he really is though now that Arthur Arthur Smith is gone. But he has Julio now, so I don't think he'll fall that much. I have Ryan Tannehill at number ten, and it's for opposite reasons. I I kind of think he's freaking Derrick Henry made. We saw what 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 would you have Ryan Tannehill when he was a member of the Miami Dolphins? Where would you have? I mean, but Adam Gase was his coach. Okay, that's true. All right, that's valid. That's pretty valid. Adam Gase was his coach. That's, all right, that's valid. All right, because for all I because I think Sam Darnold could move up into the top twenty next year without Adam Gase, and he has a he has great weapons around him. Sam all right, I guess I didn't take that into consideration, but. He still had some solid weapons in Miami. He was still kind of he had Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker, and Jay Ajayi when he was good. Um, but he's yeah, he's top 10. that's a name I've heard in a minute. He top ten. He can't go any higher than ten, in my opinion. I'm just yeah. Kidding. If he's higher than ten, it's not. If he's lower than ten, it's not. At nine, you might not like this, but I have Kyler Murray at nine, and I think that might be a guy. Um. Is he missing off your list? I don't, I don't disagree. No, I have. Um, oh, I have Kyler at eight. Oh, so I have Kyler at nine. Um, he is extremely mobile. He might be. He might be the most shifty quarterback in the NFL. Um, I'm not gonna say he's the best mobile quarterback in the NFL, but he he throws a really good deep ball. But Cliff Kingsbury, man, like he. He has a good mind, but like he's just running DeAndre Hopkins on out routes and screens and stuff. You need to throw him all over the field, and then Kyler could just deliver him when he's there. I'm trying to see, am I tripping on my list? I'm tripping, bro. Hold on. How many names did I put on here? I think you might have an extra name or something. But say you have Ryan Baker and Tannehill and Kyler in your top ten, you're missing somebody. Or and Stafford. Oh no, I did add too many names. That's all it is. Yeah, how many names you got? I got like twenty one. I got an extra name. That's what it is. All right. Okay. So that means we'll just move Wentz out of the top twenty and move Trevor Lawrence up. That's cool. All right. So yeah, I got um I got Kyler Murray as well. At nine? Yeah, yeah, he's at nine. All right. No, it's Baker at nine. It's Baker nine, Kyler at eight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think that's it. I know I had Kyler at eight. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Um, so sure. I have Baker at nine. Okay. So all right, Baker, I think that's too high. I have Baker at nine. Um... People could say it's too high, but I like Baker Mayfield. Um, I really, it might, he, strong might arm. he might be, more a cannon, of, he might be more of a product of Kevin Stefanski and Nick Chubb and Nick Chubb and those two backs. But he was impressive last season. I'm not gonna, not gonna knock him. You know, he was impressive. So uh, I like Baker Mayfield. I got him in there. My only thing with Baker is that he was more impressive towards the end of the season where he was playing the Jaguars and the Eagles and the so. I still think I messed up on my list. All right. Well, you get that figured out. I'm going to say my number eight and seven quarterback at the same time. And these two, you can interchange. And it's at eight, I have Tom Brady. At seven, I have Dak Prescott. And you can interchange them. I know you're probably already like, oh, wow, the Cowboys fan has Dak Howard and Tom Brady. But look at their numbers from both of their last fully healthy seasons. Dak was more efficient. And Dak was more accurate. And those numbers don't go up in garbage time. If anything, those joints decrease heavily. So, and Tom Brady has better weapons around him. So, and Dak is more mobile. So, I think having, I would have Dak over. I would rather have Dak than Tom Brady. That's why Dak is at seven and Brady's at eight. I can't believe you. <laughs> What's wrong with that? A lot. Dak won a Super Bowl behind that defense. And our offensive line and those weapons. Yeah. And that running game. My list is I'm gonna have to repeat this list. Okay. 
did I do? I did something wrong. I was just I was just adding names that came to mind because I didn't like put numbers on them. Yeah. Okay. I might have to repeat my list. All right. I'm gonna. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. So Jimmy Garoppolo was not on my list. Okay. Jeez, that's a lot of guys that wasn't on your list then. Nah, here it goes. So Jimmy Garoppolo was not on my list. Um, but Burrow was and Trevor Lawrence was. So Carson Wentz was not supposed to be on my list. All right. Okay. So why are you doing that? You want me to repeat my list too? Yeah, you might as well. All right. So at 20, I have Big Ben Roethlisberger. At 19, I have Jared Goff. 18, Trevor Lawrence. 17, Matt Ryan. 16, Joe Burrow, 15, Baker Mayfield, 14, Kirk Cousins, 13, Matt Stafford, 12, Derek Carr, 11, Justin Herbert, 10, Ryan Tannehill, 9, Kyler Murray, and, and 8 and 7, you could switch them, but it's Tom Brady and Dak. Okay, all right, so here's my list. 20, Trevor Lawrence, 19, Joe Burrow, 18, Big Ben, 17, Cam Newton, 16, Derek Carr, 15, Kirk Cousins, this is more like it. There we go. 15, Kirk Cousins. 14, Justin Herbert. Um, 13, Ryan Tannehill. 12, Baker Mayfield. 11, Kyler Murray. 10, Matt Ryan. 9, Matthew Stafford. And I'm supposed to be I'm at seven right now. Yeah, but I said my eight and seven at the same time. Okay, so eight, I had Dak Prescott. Um, it took me a while to say like he's top 10, but when you look into the numbers, you can't really deny them. Um, empty stats and stuff like that is kind of hard to say. It's like, what is he supposed to do? Empty stats is a myth. And it is kind of a myth. Um, but Dak, Dak Prescott is definitely top 10. He's earned the right to be a top 10 quarterback. So I got him at, I got him at number eight. Number seven, I got Josh Allen. Um, the talent is clearly there. I just want to see a little bit more. Um, I know some people have him top five, and I just think that's insane. Um, so I got Josh Allen at number seven. So we're, right, number, we're, we're at six, and okay. my number six is Josh Allen. Um, like you said, I think there's a talent gap between Dak and Brady and Josh Allen, but Josh Allen's more mobile. Josh Allen throws. He he. I don't know how he got so much more accurate over the span of last year than this year. Some people could say his Jesus. Some people could say his jump from year two to year three is Stefan Diggs, but it's more than that. He's more accurate throwing to everybody. He can throw down the field. He can probably he might have the strongest arm in the league, and he's one of the I'd say he's a top five mobile quarterback in the league as well. So yeah, pair that together. Give me another good year for me to, for him to be top five though. Okay, six. I got Lamar Jackson. Um. I love Lamar, um, and I, you can fl you can easily flop him with my number five quarterback. Um, I, I love Lamar. I love what I've seen from him. Just every year he's coming to the league, he's been better. He can easily be a top four quarterback at the end of the year. Um, but yeah, he ended Lamar. the season how he in, he ended the season how he played in twenty twenty. He ended the twenty twenty one season how he he ended the twenty twenty season how he played in twenty nineteen. But shout out to him. He was able to beat the Titans. I didn't think the Titans, I didn't think he could beat the Titans, but he ended up doing it. Um, so shout out to Lamar, I got him at six. I have Lamar at five. Um, he's probably the best mobile quarterback in the league. He can he can do it all, just give him weapons. Rashad Bateman is gonna be stud, trust me. He's gonna get open and when he gets open, Lamar will be able to throw it to him. If, he, if he's able to accurately throw a ball to Hollywood Brown when he's open, he's gonna be able to throw a ball to Rashad Bateman. Okay, number five, I have Deshaun Watson. Um, I don't know where he'll be at the he'll, he'll probably be he'll be an asterisk next to him because I don't know what it's what's going to be a situation. Is he going to play all year? I don't know. Um, but the Houston Texans are a bad team, bad organization. But if he's on the field this year, he will he will win some games that they probably shouldn't win just because he's that damn good. But they're going to lose a boatload of games. Um, I know you were on record saying 
he pushes them from one and sixteen to three and fourteen. So yeah, they only won four games last year. I can't see them winning more than that this year. So yeah, uh, Deshaun Watson top five. Um, at four, I have Danger Russ Russell Wilson. Um, he kind of has this pattern where he starts out the year on fire and then goes to the end of the year and just plummets. And I don't know if that's Seattle trying to run the ball more towards the end of the year, but. I think if he could just put a complete season together, he can win an MVP. Like, you just can't com- put a complete season together. And that's my difference between Russell Wilson and my top three guys. Okay, uh, number four, I got Tom Brady. Um, I know you got him lower than four, um, but I still think Brady's a top five quarterback. Uh, I will not have him outside of my top five until I see a major – until I see him fall off a cliff. Like, if he would have continued the season – the way he did after that Bears game, oh, he wouldn't be in my top 10. But, you know, he was able to, you know, bounce back from that. And obviously they won a Super Bowl. He obviously, they said he had a torn MCL. I doubt, I doubt it. He could not have played that whole season. On <laughs> That's what they MCL. said, bro. That's what they said, bro. <laughs> That's not true. I'm not going to sit up here and say he was the reason the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl because obviously he wasn't. But, you know, he... He, he's still elite, man, so he's still in my top five. All I'm going to say, this is the last thing I'm going to say about Brady. If people say what they say about Dak and how good of a situation he has, but he's throwing a bunch more than Tom Brady, you shouldn't be more accurate or more efficient than Tom Brady. That's all I'm going to say. But Fair point. My, my number three guy is Deshaun Watson. Um, I think he's top three, but who knows where he's going to be after this year. He might not play another snap of football in his life. So, at least for now, I got him top three. And if you want to, if you want to take him out of the total of quarterbacks, you can. Okay. But so Sean Watson's really I good. I see what your two and one are. Um, uh, my number three quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Um, oh. absolutely, you know, phenomenal quarterback, man. Um, you know, you can argue he's the best quarterback in the league. I don't think so. You can argue he's number two. I don't. I don't think so. Just based on my list, but. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is, is his third best quarterback in the league. You know, obviously he's going to come back and play. He, he's thrilled to come back and play. Um, he's going to put on another season. He's the reigning MVP. So, like I said, I'm not mad at anybody. They have him higher than three, but if they have him two, that's cool as well. So, I think my two and three are interchangeable. So, I'm going to Aaron Rodgers at three. And at number two, I have Aaron Rodgers. He was the MVP last year. You can argue he played the, he played like the best quarterback in football last year, but um, Aaron Rodgers he's he, he's really really good. I mean he can do it all. He can he's under he's an underrated mobile guy though. He's underrated mobility. Um, he can get out the pocket. He can get out the pocket and throw sixty yards like this at the snap of a finger. Um, Aaron Rodgers is crazy accurate. He has great football IQ. He's just really really good at everything. Yep, sure is. And if he's not good at it, he's great at it. Sure is. At number two, I have Russell Wilson. And this is just more from, this is more of like a talent thing. Like, I think I think Russell Wilson is more talented. Well, I'm not going to say he's a like a better thrower, like a ta- more talented thrower of the football, but I think he's more talented than him. Obviously, he's more mobile. I think he's, I think he's smarter than, um, I think he's smarter than Aaron Rodgers. But it's like, I just feel like he's kind of like, He's a little handicapped by that, by that coaching staff a little bit. Like they haven't been able to get the offensive coordinator thing right. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's gonna get out of there. They don't, Carroll, they don't make the I think Pete Carroll's an overrated coach. In my opinion, Pete Carroll's in the hot seat. Yeah, he's been on the hot seat, but I think Pete Carroll's a bit of an overrated coach. Um, when you got a guy like Russell Wilson, you guys should be getting deeper into the playoffs year after year, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't materialize. And I think the same thing is going to happen again. Um, but I got to give Russell Wilson number two. And number one, I'm pretty sure he's everybody number one. If he's not your number one, then stop talking about football. It is Patrick Mahomes. And I don't think we got to say much more. I mean, he was the MVP in the first year he had starting. And he was top three for MVP the second year he had fully healthy playing. Um, Patrick Mahomes can do it all. He can run. He can beat you with his arm. He can beat you with his legs. He has probably, he might have the best two weapons in football inside Regal and Travis Kelsey. But if he didn't have them, I'm pretty sure he'll still be top five. Like he's just that talented. 
For sure. Um, he, he can he can make a pass off of one foot, throw it behind his head like this. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. For sure. Um, it's kind of crazy because I didn't think I would say this, but my number one quarterback is Trace McSorley. <laughs> hey, bro, I was just playing, bro. I was just playing, man. My number one quarterback is Patrick Mahomes, Patrick LeVon Mahomes II. Y'all knew I was going to say the whole name. Obviously, he's the best quarterback. He's going to be the best quarterback ever. Look at him. Look at what he does. Look at the throws that he makes. He makes no-look throws. He he throws the ball. He he threw a pass parallel to the ground in the Super Bowl, and it was almost a complete pass. What can he do? <laughs> if the receivers just caught the ball in the Super Bowl, they could have won the game. Oh, there's nothing he can't. He's nothing he can't do. Um, I'm super excited. I get to see him in person in October. Um, he's gonna be the goat, and it might not be from a rings perspective, but he's clearly the most talented quarterback. Yeah, that's ever. what I'm saying. If you look at accolades, he probably will not be the goat. But if you look at overall talent, he's the, he's probably gonna be the goat. Sure. Far as something major happens. But yeah, uh, let's go ahead and uh, recap these lists. You can go ahead and just say them, you know, pretty quickly, and then we'll get up out of here. Twenty Ben Roethlisberger, nineteen Jared Goff, eighteen Trevor Lawrence, seventeen Matt Ryan, sixteen Burrow, fifteen Baker Mayfield, fourteen Kirk Cousins, thirteen Matt Stafford, twelve Derek Carr, eleven Justin Herbert, ten Ryan Tannehill, nine Kyler Murray, eight Tom Brady, seven Dak Prescott, six Josh Allen, five Lamar Jackson, four Russell Wilson, three Deshaun Watson, two Aaron Rodgers, and one Patrick Mahomes. All right, so. Um, my list is 20 Trevor Lawrence, 19 Joe Burrow, 18 Big Ben, 17 Cam Newton, 16 Derek Carr, 14 Justin Herbert, no I'm sorry, 15 Kirk Cousins, 14 Justin Herbert, 13 Ryan Tannehill, 12 Baker Mayfield, 11 Kyler Murray, 10 Matt Ryan, 9 Matthew Stafford, 8 Dak Prescott, 7 Josh Allen, 6 Lamar Jackson, 5 Deshaun Watson, 4 Tom Brady, 3rd Aaron Rodgers, 2 Russell Wilson, and number one, Patrick LeVon Mahomes the second. All right, got anything else before we get up out of here? Uh, nah. All right, man, that's it. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, I guess I should put up a disclaimer, like the comments that I messed up my list. I didn't put it in order. Um, I've been so busy with stuff. I just was writing names, and I guess I, I just never numbered it. So. That was the problem. Uh, the other guys that I've named, they were they just honorable mentions. So. Uh, but I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for continued love and support. Um, NBA free agency is coming up soon. So me and Bink will be back to talk about some of the agreed, agreed deals. And uh, Ryan. the running back. So uh, that will be uh, our next episode. We'll be at some point during this week, probably like Thursday or Friday. So um, Mike Curry, I'm signing out. Episode number 171 is done. Peace.